StatsCast. Hi, I'm Damon Hart-Davis, and welcome to EarthNotes podcast on all things eco and green and efficient at home. 31st December 2020, for stats from October to December. Turn of the month update of home energy and related stats, and poking at data from 16WW. This is a short episode, and I will largely ignore the wider world except to note that even Covid didn't bring down carbon emissions enough to make a useful difference in 2020. We're going to have to work much harder at fixing the climate than some would like, but that isn't news. November was warm and our central heating didn't go on until 1st December. The start of November is more typical. I'm happy to report as a side note that the bats around 16WW were still busy well into November and even detectable from my study window on the solstice in December. 16WW load profile versus typical. This time I'm looking at our electricity load profile at home at 16WW, i.e. how much electricity we use at each time of day. Most households on the GB grid are both on non-smart meters and also on all-day tariff. So even though the underlying wholesale price of electricity can vary greatly, users pay a flat rate and remain oblivious, and their retail suppliers don't know how much they've actually used when. To that end, there is profiling, where the typical load profile or load curve of different types of electricity consumers are measured. The first couple of profiles in GB are for domestic customers on a completely flat or unrestricted tariff, and those on Economy 7. Retailers have to pay for wholesale electricity as if their customers on non-smart meters were all consuming in line with their profile. I'm interested to see how much we differ from the standard profile, if at all, given our solar PV, Enphase AC battery, and various other tweaks. The show notes have a more detailed analysis, but the upshot is that in winter, 16WW gross consumption, ignoring PV and battery, is not wildly different to the typical home. In particular, consumption is lowest at night and peaks in the evening for cooking for our evening meal. But our consumption at night is much lower than usual given all our efforts to kill vampire loads. And our evening peak is maybe higher than usual because our cooking is all electric, induction hob and fan electric oven. That is gross consumption, as if we had no PV or battery. But looking at what actually flows from and to the grid, the difference from typical is much bigger. For example, imports from the grid dropped to zero around noon on average, even in December, in part because PV can directly carry much of the load then. Sometimes it cannot, and we import. Sometimes PV is more than enough, and we charge the battery or even export or spill to the grid. And December is the time of year with the lowest PV generation. It's also clear that we are shaving about 10% off our peak demand in the 4pm to 7pm slot with the battery. Not running appliances such as the dishwasher and the central heating then will also be helping. Note that even if our battery storage was doubled, we likely wouldn't shave off 20% at peak time since there is not that extra energy available from the solar PV to charge the storage. I'm happy that these efforts are probably doing some good. I just took a quick test at climatehero.me which reckoned that each adult at 16WW had a footprint not far off from a climate-friendly 2 tonnes of CO2 per year, which is good. If everybody was below 2 tonnes of CO2 per year, we could immediately avoid the threat of climate change. 
it was suggested that neutralising our whole remaining footprint only costs $3 per month. I put much more than that into working directly on climate fixes, such as Radbot, so I passed on this carbon offset offer. There's more on my Earth Notes website at earth.org.uk.